You believe in Jesus? Yes, I do. Well, you're going to meet him. everyone to my bleeding ears podcast this is episode number 146 i'm larry your host as always and with me today is jesselyn hello uh we are in february still um golden globes have passed by and i've already pissed on all of that already mm-hmm. except for one bright spot in the golden globes which i didn't mention last time is that la llorona not the curse of la llorona the La Llorona on Shudder was nominated for Best Foreign Language Film. Yeah. Good. There's a horror movie in there. That's cool, at least. Mm-hmm. One bright spot. All right, cool. Agreed, yeah. Speaking of... La Llorona. We, <laughs> we finally watched it on Shudder mm-hmm. about a few days ago, a week ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did you think of it? You, you seem to have liked it. Oh yeah, I did. I really liked it. I liked this this old urban, like Mexican urban legend of La Llorona, um, put into this like demise of a dictator who was just convicted of genocide. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to ruin the whole thing, but La Llorona comes for his family. Right. And there's there's a lot more. Yes, there is a lot more to this. Yeah. This is. This is how you do it right here. Mm-hmm. This is how you uh, remake something or, or just prop something up even higher with like a movie like this. Mm-hmm. Where it isn't just a mother and her daughters and they go to a priest and all that shit. They, they don't do any of that. They, they pretty much just try and live through this to where everything else is going on. Mm-hmm. And it's a good movie. I, yeah. I liked it a lot, actually. Me and too. I really liked it. I didn't know what to expect. I just thought, it has to be better than The Curse of La Llorona because that movie is awful. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it's and so much better. Not a bunch of jump scares. It's generally scary. Mm-hmm. So I, this is a definite check out. Um, subtitles, whatever, who gives a shit. Yeah. I was fine with them. I do really like how realism is put into this because i believe that shit really happened yeah agree so uh, very interesting yeah yes so um i like how how well it's done how not everyone is speaking one language um the the mayan people are speaking their language when it when it comes to like the court case and everything that's in Mm -hmm. this movie so yeah uh definite watch what do we got next so next, let's just get this out of the way. As you know, or maybe you don't, we did Top Secret as our movie of the week last week. Mm-hmm. So right after that, the movie Riddle was recommended to me. Yes. It's from 2013. It's on uh, CBS All Access. Oh, man. You, I, okay, this movie came out, what, 2013, you said, right? 2013. I'm sure it wasn't filmed then. It, I, I, no. I, it has to have been 2007 when this movie yeah, was filmed. Yeah, it looks much older. Because Diara Barrett's playing a teenager, and she is not a teenager in 2013. Yeah. 
She is my age. She's <laughs> barely pulling it off in this movie. No, she's not even pulling it off. No, like, she's not. She's not. I was trying to be nice. No, she's not at all. <laughs> and plus, Val Kilmer didn't look like that no, <laughs> in 2013. He okay? did not. Um, yeah. So yeah, Val Kilmer's in this movie. That's that was why your it was draw. Recommended. Yeah. Giora Barrett is in this movie. That's why I wanted to see it. That's how I knew I'd get you to watch it. Right. And yeah, this movie's fucking boring. So boring. Yes. Like even Val Kilmer is so bored. He's so lazy in this. Everyone is lazy Very in this fucking weird. movie. Yeah. Everyone is not having a good Dear time. Baird looks sedated. Yeah. The whole movie's just ugly and not even like in a good intentional way. Mm-mm. And and what is this movie? It's about. Oh, Fuck, I can't even remember. I was just so bored. It's about a boy who got kidnapped when he was a kid. Yes. And so he disappeared. And this girl, his older sister, has always been trying to find him. And the town is really weird about it. And right. Like, Val Kilmer's, he doesn't believe it. He's skeptical and he's being all sketchy. Although mm, it turns right. out that he's not the bad guy. No, no. And they find the boy. And that's the whole movie. Yeah, that's it. No, no, nothing special, nothing jumping out at you. Yeah. It was just boring, mm-hmm. boring fucking movie. So yeah, don't don't check. Middle, it out. Yeah. yeah, wasn't much of one. No, no, it really wasn't. Yeah. Next up, Parallel. That was a rent on Amazon. That was our maybe this will feel like Coherence type movie because <laughs> we love Coherence. Yeah, Coherence is a great movie. So I'm, I'm looking it up just so I, I remember it. I remember uh, Okay. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. Do you remember it? Or are you gonna Barely. Go okay. for it. A group of friends stumble upon a mirror that serves as a portal ah, yes. into the multiverse, and it sends them 24 hours back in time. To an alternate universe. To an alternate dimension. Dimension. Where... And a different one every single time. Right, yeah. yes. Where everything's pretty much the same except the little things are different. Yeah. Like someone's hair color or someone went to school with or some shit like that. It's just very, very small details that are going on. When uh, So yeah, these group of guys, uh, this girl who who have this app that they're trying to to get off the ground Mm -hmm. and someone kind of outbids them. So they're kind of fucked until they find this mirror. And once they jump in the mirror and, and jump back through their time, like barely any time has has elapsed. So they'll go in the mirror for three hours and it's only one minute right. in the other time. That's the other thing, when they get like sandworm time. Yeah, 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 from Beetlejuice, right? <laughs> yeah. And so they figure out like, okay, we have, we have this ability, we have all this time, so let's do this app in this other dimension so we can finish it without wasting much time. Because um, when they were... They're showing the app off to the investors. He was like, well, I have this other guy on the phone who can do it in less time. In a week. In yeah. a week. Can you do it in a week? And he's like, fuck, no. Because he asked for like... Two months. Two months. Yeah. So they're like, okay, fuck it. So then they end up doing it and they bring it to the guy the next day or a day after. And they're like, here it is. Here's the app. And totally fuck over everyone else. Start making money. And once they see like things are just a little bit off in the other dimension... They start stealing people's ideas that didn't exist in their dimension. And so they're making money off people's artwork, people's writing and shit. And themselves. Yes, yeah. They start stealing their credit cards 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking over these other dimensions. Mm -hmm. 
I liked this movie. I did too. I thought it was, it was good. Fun. I liked Coherence more, but comparing them isn't really fair. It isn't. Except no. for the different dimensions. Yeah. No, no it I isn't fair at all. after watching it. But yeah, this was a fun movie. I didn't expect I, I would like it this much. They did yeah. it really well. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Martin Wallstrom from Mr. Robot is in it. He's fantastic. <laughs> um, I guess I don't want to spoil anymore. Check it out. It's yeah, check it out. Watch. It's a good one. Yeah. Next. What did I say? That was a rent on Amazon. We paid like four bucks. Totally worth it. Right. Do it. Next, we finally watched Spudnik. Now yes. it's free. It's available on Hulu. This yes. This is from 2020. This is something that you'd been really interested in. Yes, I have been. I didn't know exactly what it was. Me neither. But I knew. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm very happy I didn't read anything mm-hmm. on it. I just saw that it was a horror movie named Sputnik in Russian, and that it was looked good. So I was like, all right, cool. I want to check this movie out. And we kind of, we didn't rent it or anything. We just waited. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's free now. So I was like, okay, cool, perfect. And, yeah, it was a good movie. It was, yeah, I liked it. It, was, it wasn't what I was expecting. So I'm, um, once again, I'm happy I didn't read up anything about it. Yeah, it's not a totally new concept to astronauts go into space. Only one comes back. The other one's dead. And there's an alien. Right, and you think, yeah. okay, there's an alien inside of this guy, yeah. and it's going to be a ripoff of Alien, but it isn't because the person and this alien have a symbiotic relationship with each other mm-hmm. to where this alien's able to escape from this astronaut's body for a small period of the time, and then he'll jump back into his body after mm-hmm. a certain amount of time where he can't like live anymore and breathe or whatever. And at one point they try to separate them, and they they don't get very far before both the human and the alien are dying. Right, yeah. yes. So um, they hire, like, this um, psychiatrist to come in and speak with the astronaut because they think he doesn't know that he has an alien inside of him. Mm-hmm. While he's, like, he's... Um, the alien is, is... He can heal a lot faster with the alien inside of him. He can, like, unhinge his jaw and let the alien pop out. Mm-hmm. So he's... All these other abilities, thanks to the alien. He's unconscious. When the alien comes out of him, it knocks him out. So he's mm-hmm. unconscious. Yeah. But yeah, this is a good movie. Um, check it out. I like the uh, yeah. the psychiatrist. She was she was pretty cool. I liked her. Definitely, I liked everybody. Now I forgot to say where this was from because I don't know so Russia. See, that's uh, yeah, that's where it's set. Clearly. Yeah. Um, What's happening? Why can't I find this? It's okay. Yeah. Whatever. Probably Russia. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check out Sputnik. Next up, the platform, or El Hoyo, which means El the hole. Hoyo. So I feel like English speaker, speakers and Spanish speakers couldn't decide which was more important in this movie. <laughs> the platform or the hole? <laughs> the whole platform. Yeah, go ahead. It's 2019 on Netflix. Yes. I saw this... Um, I saw the preview for this a while back, and I was interested in it, and I wanted to watch it, but then we were on a good kick of not watching subtitled movies. Yeah. But then we just kicked ass with that we the did. last week. We, we just burned watched through a, sh- a bunch of them. Yeah. A shitload of them. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I like this one too. This is a good um, play on just of the earth and how society is with yeah. greed. Right, it's a social commentary on greed mm-hmm. and yeah. how much, how little is left for the poor. Right, and how people on top don't think of that necessarily, mm-hmm. and it kind of just all shits down. And um, yeah, I had a good time with this one too. This was a good movie. There were some good characters in it. 
Um, the main character um, goes into this like um, it's it seems like it's somewhat of a social experiment experiment slash jail. Yeah, some have to be there, some decided to go there. Right. Yeah. So there's like 300 floors with two people on each floor, and then this platform goes down in between each floor and has a bunch of food on it. And they have a certain amount of time to eat the food before the platform goes down to the next level. And the next level, and by the time it gets down to the, the, the levels further down, there's barely anything left. Mm-hmm. And the people who are eating above them are gross and fucking just, ugh, aren't, aren't, yeah, just being really like gross. stepping on it and yeah, it's just, awful. It's yeah. really fucking gross. It's, it's a gross movie, too. Yeah. And there are actually, it turns out, like almost 100 floors that don't get any food at right. all. So the, the other important thing is that they rotate Yes. Who's on which floor every Each month. Each month, yes. So you won't, you'll starve for a month, but you won't die because that's how long you can go. Yes. <laughs> Until you may, <laughs> maybe you might get a good floor. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, this is a good one. I enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, I did too. Probably won't watch it for a while again. No, or ever. Uh, I did like the characters that he's paired up with each month because something happens to like his cellmate or whatever each time, like after each month. Yeah. So it's really interesting how they do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check this one out, definitely. Yeah, I agree. And next up, after all that, we needed kind of a breezy, silly movie. So <laughs> I chose No Escape 2020 on Hulu. Yes. Um, so yeah, this one is kind of like uh, an escape room meets, um, what's that, Eli Roth? Hostel. It's Hostel meets April Fool's Day. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Um, it wasn't actually that bad. No, I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. Even though I called it as an April Fool's movie yeah. within like the 10 minutes in. Yes. Like, this is an April Fool's movie. But, um, yeah. And we just ruined it anyway, so who gives a shit? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everything's set up for this one kind of Instagram, YouTube personality person to where uh, he has all these followers and he goes and does like these escape rooms and shit and then... Um, his one buddy knows this Russian guy who set up one special, a special for him for his 10th year doing this. And, and so, yeah, so he's going to a foreign land and all these things are happening around him. And, and then, yeah, that's, that's the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Surprisingly good. Not bad. Yeah. Fun. Especially because I was 100 convinced, percent convinced I was right. And I was. So. Yeah. Things never get too heavy when you Yeah, know. <laughs> that's true when you know. But I wasn't certain though. Okay. Because there were certain things that were happening in the in in the movie that didn't necessarily help it flow. Cause there's a part where the the Russian guys and everything are talking and I don't know if they know he's listening around with them, because he would have to know for this to this whole thing to take place. Um, so pretty much we're following this Instagram guy and anything he sees, we see. Right. Yet we see this stuff happening and they don't necessarily see him and yet it's part of the game. So there, there's just some of the parts that aren't believable. They don't really make sense yes. yeah, for all of this to work. Right. right. I mean, it's pretty far-fetched for this whole thing to fucking work. Yeah. So. And I think that's to throw you off the scent of the end, but the problem yes. is... It doesn't really have any rewatchability because if you were to rewatch it, you'd be like, "Well, this doesn't make any sense." Right? Yeah. Yeah. But still fun. Yeah, still fun. Uh, next. Next. 
High Life. This was also my pick. I've yes. been trying to like watch some Robert Pattinson movies that mm-hmm. aren't Twilight. Yes. So I watched The Lighthouse. That was gross. And then I thought, well, this is about <laughs> space. It can't possibly be gross. Wrong. <laughs> High Life is also gross. And Robert Pattinson, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing right now. Really? I think he's very good. I'm just tired of watching his gross movies. Okay, so I like this movie a lot. Yeah, I this movie is fucking dislike awesome. It. Okay. I, um, so yeah, this is a very different movie, and this is a concept I've never really thought about no. before. It's about raising a child in space with no one else and no way to get home. Ultimately, yes. Yes. That's ultimately what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's certain things that you find out throughout the movie which led to the Robert Pattinson character having this baby. Right. And um, how everything gets fucked up going to that moment. Yeah. I want to clarify that when I say gross, I don't mean his relationship with his daughter is gross. It's not. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, how she got there. Yes. That's gross. Because it turns out that he's been part of a crew and they've been conducting fertility experiments or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's been a, there's a problem with fertility and so they're trying... Well, there's this doctor who's... Well, see, all these people in this spaceship were given a choice because they were all in prison. Yeah. So they were like, okay, you can stay in prison for the rest of your life or you can go on this expedition to which they don't know that there's no return. Right. So uh, one of the women on there is a doctor who, or a scientist who had killed her children and now she's conducting experiments about uh, radiation and fertility and child uh, childbearing while in space. And so she's gathering all the jizz from the guys, except for Robert Pattinson. Because he doesn't want to procreate. No, yeah. he doesn't. So <laughs> she, they jerk off in a jar, she gets it from him, and then they try and impregnate a few of the girls there. And it doesn't seem to be working out all that well until one of them ends up with a child. So... You don't um, want to ruin any more? No, no. Um, the, any, he's not going to ruin any of the gross parts. No, I won't ruin the gross parts. <laughs> but yeah, this movie was... I, I liked it a lot. because it's, it's, I liked it. It's nihilistic and everything, but it's still... It's shot beautifully. It looks great. It is. And um, and yeah, Robert Pattinson's a good actor. Yeah. And it, it kind of sucks that he got ro- roped into that whole thing. And along with Kristen Stewart, too. Yeah. Because she's well, good also. Whatever. They're bajillionaires yeah so and they're doing they're fine. And now they're doing these little films that <laughs> exactly. they wanted to do good for them mm-hmm. they, they made their money and and it's unfortunate a lot of their personal life got shitted on while they were, were doing agree. all this they were stuff kids yeah i mean he was in his early 20s she was only 17 yeah. they were kids but yeah she's i mean she's she's a good actor mm-hmm. I, I like watching her yeah and he's great in this i know mm-hmm. you're not a big fan of juliette Binoche, but i think this is my favorite thing i've seen her do yeah she was fine in this yeah. movie yeah and I just, I don't think, she, I mean, I guess I kind of didn't like her as a leading lady for, I don't know what reason. <laughs> I, know, I don't know. We're never a big fan. But she, yeah, she's fine in this movie. Um, I think everyone's fine in this movie. Yeah, I liked it. I just didn't expect it to be so icky. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is, it is kind of gross, but yeah. it is a definite movie I would check out. It's mm-hmm. probably one of the, my, the movie I like the most out of all these that we've Oh, watched, wow. Okay. Probably. Something I've never seen before, and yes. something something I've never seen before done well. Absolutely, and this is definitely a movie you've never seen mm-hmm. before, and it's beautifully shot. I agree. High life. Check it out. That was on Amazon. Right. And finally, before our movie of the week, 
You had me watch Mean Street. Right. I was doing a podcast with um, someone else from the uh, Prescribed Films Podcast Network. The network this podcast is on mm-hmm. from Attack of the Killer Podcast, uh, Tad Good. He also, uh, he a few months ago, he started his own podcast. Um, it's called First Time. And it's like first time for talking about a movie that you haven't seen or he hasn't seen or something you've never eaten before. It's your first time eating that. <laughs> so it's that, it's that kind of podcast. And he put something on Facebook saying like, oh, I haven't seen these movies. Would you like to be on the show kind of thing? Would you like to talk about them? And I saw that and I was like, oh, and I looked through his movies and one of them was Mean Streets and a few other Scorsese films. And a lot of people kind of shit on them because they're like, dude, why you hate Scorsese, man? <laughs> you haven't seen these movies? Like, dude, I just, I don't know, I just liked all of his newer stuff. And, you know, I just never got the chance to go back. So he had a chance to, to finally watch this movie after so many years. And I had seen this movie mid-90s. It was after I'd seen Goodfellas. And I was like, oh, shit, I want to see some more of Scorsese's stuff. And then Mean Streets was one of them, and I had seen Taxi Driver also. I was like, okay, Mean Streets is a fucking gangster movie. It's going to be like Goodfellas. Great. And it's not like Goodfellas at no. all. Um, but at the same time, it's it's I like it a lot. Um, it's not a movie you watch a lot either. Um, I've seen it three times in the past 25 years. Uh, but it was cool to go on his show and just kind of talk about that movie in the somewhat serious setting and really kind of analyze things. So yeah. yeah, it was a cool, it was a good podcast. You can check it out. Um, it's first time is the first time podcast is the name of it, and it's on uh, our channel. So the PFPN. yeah, it's on all platforms yep. as well. I listen to it; it's very good. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, I sound somewhat intelligent on it. It's great. Of course you do. <laughs> I was like a complete idiot. All right. Uh well. Um, anything to add about Mean Streets or no? I, I don't yeah. think you want to know. What yeah, I exactly. I didn't dislike it. The actors are great, but we talked about it. It's 1973, so I don't see myself in any of those characters. Mm. And the characters I do see myself in are, are the women are being abused. All of them. Mm. So it's it, it was hard to watch for the first time as an adult woman. That's right. All. But I I can see it for what it was. Yes. And that, yeah, and that's what you, and that's how that's the only way you can take yeah. something like that is for how it was and, and how it came out back then. Right. And I don't think things were intentional at all or and that's just Well, the no, thoughtless. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Right. Yeah. And, and that's how a lot of filmmakers were and that's most right. filmmakers were men. We so keep improving. Like, yeah, absolutely. So like What's the point of me complaining about a movie from 1973? Right. Okay. All right. Well, we will be back after this message. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the Charles Branson starring film, Ten to Midnight. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I had heard of it. Um, never seen it. So this is the first time I've seen this movie. Uh, it came out in 1983. 
right around that time where Canon Films had given Charles Bronson a lot of money to do a lot of shitty movies. Or a lot of, not, not, not shitty movies. I wouldn't call cheap it shitty, movies. actually, yeah. It's not bad, right. Um, so yeah, this came out in 1983, um, after some of the Death Wish movies, and before a few more of the Death Wish movies came out. <laughs> this is like Charles Bronson's wheelhouse of yeah. the canon films of Golan and Globus. Yeah, you got to do all these different films where he's a cop, or he's a uh, merc, or, or a vigilante, or whatever. Yeah. And this is the one I picked out because um, I'd wa- I've been wanting to watch more Charles Bronson movies. More of these era Charles Bronson movies. Not like his earlier, like, Dirty Dozen kind of stuff. Right. I, I really wanted to start checking some of these out, so I picked this one because it was available on HBO Max. And um, pretty much what this movie is, is an extended episode of SVU <laughs> with unra- being unrated. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's because um, there's like a court part of it. There's the cop part of it. There's the criminal part of it. And just like um, the 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 way he kills people and everything would be like an SVU episode. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And we watch SVU, so, I mean, why wouldn't we like this movie? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I did like this movie. It's not great. It's, it's simplistic. It's not bad. No, it's yeah. not a bad movie. You know where it's going to go. It goes mm-hmm. there. Right. So Charles Bronson, you 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 see in the beginning of the movie, he's a a lieutenant with the police. He um, he's looking to to beat criminals and to get them no matter what. He's a a, a kind of cop who who's getting tired of all the law and, and the That's lawyers what I was and shit. Say. He's becoming like disenfranchised. Like the law has been letting him down lately, and he right. doesn't understand it anymore. Yes, uh, old school kind of cop stuff. Doesn't work in the '80s up until now, really anymore. Um, but we uh, we see Charles Branson. He's uh, he's been tasked with finding out the murder of one of his friend's daughters, and she's murdered by one of her coworkers. And he they'd gone on a date before, and it didn't work out. So he ends up fawning over her and following her, and. Um, then he takes off all of his clothes because she's naked also fucking some dude in the van in the in the park mm-hmm. and then uh he ends up killing him and chasing after her naked in the park or the forest or wherever the fuck they are and he murders her while he's naked and we find out um he's naked because he doesn't want to get any blood on his clothes exactly he doesn't want any blood and um and yeah. this movie starts with him doesn't it uh, I want to say the first scene is, it's either, it might be the Charles was, Bronson. It was, yeah, he was like in the police station yeah. talking to the one guy. He's like, eh, take him away. You know, <laughs> he was just, yeah, we, it, we're just being introduced to Charles Bronson right. in there. And then for the next like 10 minutes, he doesn't show up again because we get to see the bad guy in this movie. Yeah, so we know who the killer is right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. He's the other main character. Yes. Yeah. So uh, from there, um, Charles Bronson's on the case because it's his friend's daughter uh, he gets a new partner. Uh, he doesn't like his new partner too much because he's new, kind of cocky a little bit. Um, goes but by the law, you also know. Also, like a huge kiss ass. Like yes, he's followed Charles Bronson's career. And, <laughs> yeah. So then they they start their relationship. Um, a running joke of of it is that um, he doesn't look like a cop. 
Yeah. And he's young looking and um so yeah, they, they set out to find out who this guy is and they um during the funeral of the girl, they see him there, and then that's when they start doing all the detective work. Um, we meet um, Charles Bronson's daughter, mm-hmm. who's a nurse. They don't have the best relationship, though. Since her mom died, when they were still married, and her mom died, and he just wasn't really available. Yeah, he was, he was so busy being a cop. He was on yeah. the job, mm-hmm. catching crooks. Yes. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to keep popping in and That's out fine, with, with my Charles Bronson impressions. Uh, <laughs> so um, from there on, you know, they, they see him at the funeral and everything, and they start to question him. They go to his house. They see that he's like a martial artist. He knows Kung Fu. He's got a big poster of himself. <laughs> which I was kind of jealous of because I want a big poster of myself doing Kung doing Fu. Doing Kung Fu. That would be awesome. <laughs> Um, so they question him, they, um, they actually, at the funeral, when Charles Bronson is talking to the dad of the deceased, he was like, you know, she has a diary that she writes in, and then, um, if you were to get a hold of, if you need, well, if you, once you read that, you'll be able to kind of whittle down who the suspects might be, because she wrote everything in that book. Mm -hmm. So the killer hears that. And goes over to her apartment, breaks in, and tries to jimmy open the, the her uh, side table. To Kills get... his roommate, her but, roommate. Right, because yeah. her roommate comes home, and then he, like, takes off all his clothes and hides in the closet and waits for her to move and go to the kitchen. And she goes to the kitchen, takes a phone call, and then he fucking stabs her like he stabbed the other girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, he leaves, goes back home, and then that's when Charles Bronson and his partner catch him there, like... Like, do you know this girl and, and stuff like that? And then he's like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we went on a date. She's not my type. And he's like, Well, she wrote down you're kind of a creep. And, and <laughs> right, they have the diary. <laughs> so they 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 suspect this dude pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. Um, then they get a phone call saying that that one girl had been murdered because her boyfriend came home. So they end up taking him down to the station, um, but they have to let him go because the, when you killed the first girl. He went to the movies that day, and mm-hmm. uh, he went in and made sure that he made um, made a pass at a few girls, mm-hmm. so that they would know that he was there and he had an alibi. And once he did that, and the girls kind of p- got pissed at him and moved to like another chair, he went to the bathroom and that there was a window open, an openable window in this bathroom to the theater, to which he climbs out and goes and murders the one girl and comes back afterward, and they oh. see him. Watching the movie like he just finished yeah. watching the movie. So when they they questioned him, they questioned those girls too. They're like, yeah, he was there. He did all that. Um, he couldn't possibly have made it back then. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he yeah. harasses them after the movie too. Right. So, um, so yeah, after that, you know that they're, they the cops know that it's him, and but there's no way to catch him. So that's when Charles Bronson ends up going to the lab area of the police station. And he gets the, a blood sample of from the killer, and he ends up planting evidence on his clothes. So they rearrest him again, and then they find the blood on on his jacket, and then that's when they arrest him. But it's cool. I like the way they do it because they don't really tell you what's going on mm-hmm. until 
the, they show him taking the blood, but you don't really know why. You right. have ideas. Mm-hmm. You don't see him plant it. Right. So it's just kind of like, did he? You're yes. kind of with his like, partner. Wait a minute. Yeah. So then his partner figures it out, though, when mm-hmm. he goes down to the lab and everything. He's like, oh... Oh, was he here the whole time? Like, yeah, he was, except when I went back there, I saw him coming out of this room. And then he kind of puts two and two together. And then when the trial's about to start, well, pre-trial is going to start, he confronts Charles Bronson and he's like, I I know that you planted it there. And he's like, yeah, I did plant it there. Um, yeah. We need to get this guy and uh, this new, new partner, which I've seen in tons of movies before. I, I don't know his name. He's I know he was... He's even got like an... A- recent headshot so he's been around he's, yeah he was he was kind of big back um he was in that one fucking cronenberg movie i forgot the name of it oh he produced boondock saints the whole nine yards oh, pledge sh- wow so tons of he's stuff. a producer as well as an actor so yeah i've seen him in, in around this time period of yeah. movies Usually plays like the pretty boy, but he's he's like you know this is wrong. You, you, I I you know I pledged an oath to the Constitution, man. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So then, right before the trials, like the trials, the pre-trial is starting, and Charles Bronson calls over the detective and is like, "Hey, uh, I'm not the uh, the lawyer, the prosecuting lawyer." And they go to the judge and say, "Like, yeah, we're gonna dismiss all charges. I planted evidence." Um, yeah. Um, they fire him. He gets fired. Yeah. But now, seeing as he's fired and he's not a cop anymore, he starts following him around. Following the killer around. <laughs> fucking with him. That part's funny. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, um, he goes to his job and puts up the pictures of the women that he'd murdered on, like, the on a corkboard. Crime scene photos. And, and, yeah. yeah, and his boss fires him. Um, he's stalking him, like, in the streets and shit. So it's it's pretty funny and stuff. Uh, until the killer kind of, like, figures out that he's following him to where he goes and picks up a hooker and does the same thing he kind of did in the movie theater, is that he leads Charles Bronson to this hotel he jumps out the window, and then he starts going after Charles Bronson's daughter. He drugs the hooker, so yes. she's unconscious. Actually, I hope he drugs the hooker, because yeah, I think so. Charles Bronson just feels for her pulse like, and then no response, so we like, don't really whoop. know if she's dead or alive. Maybe she <laughs> drank too much. <laughs> That's it. So, um, so Charles Bronson leaves there. His name is Leo. I keep calling him Charles. Yeah, Leo Kessler. Leo Kessler. He... Figures that out, like, oh my god, he's going to go get my daughter. He calls his old partner to head towards the nursing school where his daughter lives, too. Because that's, I guess, the, I mean, I that's it's, how nursing school was back in the like day. It's like a dormitory, a yeah. nursing dormitory. Yeah, they share rooms. Yeah. It's very close quarters. Right. Uh, one of her roommates is Kelly Preston. Yeah. That made me sad. Yeah. Just, Just because, yeah. Still pretty hot, too. Like, like, it was 1983. Of course yeah, she was. Yeah. She's You're... perfect. <laughs> she married a crazy person in yeah. Scientology, but yeah, she was perfect. Yeah, she was good. Um, anyway, um, so the killer goes to their dorm room. Uh, he starts murdering the girls, looking for uh, Leo Kessler's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she ends up locking herself in one in the bathroom, and then... Uh, not before she 
watches all of her friends, friends die get and murdered, does yeah. nothing. Yeah. Well, her friends also just cower in a corner and, and do get, nothing. Do nothing and get murdered. And get yes. murdered. Not that that irritated me. I'm sure it did. I was, <laughs> I could feel it. <laughs> I could feel the heat. All right. Um, yeah. Naked, too. He's naked the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say like half of this movie is like an Austin Powers bit. With his dick, because they're like shadows, <laughs> and he's walking in front of beds and stuff. Um, Even when he's there's one where he's full on running, and he's right. still can't you see a little ball, anything. but yeah, um, nothing's bouncing the way yeah. you think it would. Maybe it's cold or something. When it, <laughs> it gets a little more compact when it's cold. Yeah. Um, so the so Charles Bronson and, and his his old partner, new old partner. <laughs> Yes. End up getting to the dormitory. She's running away from him. He's running after her naked in the middle of the streets. Then Charles Bronson catches up to him. And all the cops start surrounding everything. Uh, then the guy starts going, like, you know, you can't, you can't do anything to me. I'm crazy. I'll be out of this shit in no time. I'm nuts. And he just starts saying all this shit yep. to Charles Bronson. Because earlier in the movie, his lawyer makes it sound like it would be easy to plead insanity. So that comes back. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, because, um, what's his face? Um, oh, f- fucking, uh, the, the guy from The Thing and, and uh, Oatmeal Guy. Oh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley <laughs> is like the chief. And he, him and Charles Bronson, Leo, have a discussion earlier on in the film, talking, I believe, talking about how, I don't know, how things have been different. No, 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 actually, you know what? It was Charles Bronson talking to his new partner about it and saying, you know, um, there was this one case where this guy killed his wife. He pled insanity. Right. Was, did six yes. months, got out. A few days later, he ended up killing someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that kind of sets you up for the end of this movie because... The bad guy starts talking about this, and he'll be out, I'll be out in no time, I'm nuts. And then Charles Bronson's like, no, and shoots him in the head, and he fucking dies. And then that's the movie. The that's it. Yeah. You don't need it anymore. That was a perfect ending right there. Yeah, he blows it off. I don't want to see what happens after no, that. No, it was great. Mm-hmm. So that was a good ending to this movie. Yeah. Um, the t- ending kind of made it for me, because I was pretty annoyed with his daughter and all of her friends. Cowering, like no, jellyfish. <laughs> well, Kelly Preston, she really didn't have a, a chance. She didn't she have got, a chance. That's she got true. stabbed real quick, and then the one girl cowering, fine with her. But the girl, there was a girl in in the uh, taking a shower, so she was completely vulnerable. Yeah, I guess. The only one that I guess would piss you off is just the one girl who was cowering. But one like, girl was cow- cowering, but also I think it just really lit me up that his daughter Lisa didn't do shit. Was just watching, and at parts she doesn't even look scared. She looks kind of bored. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Are you kidding? Like you have plenty of time to get a weapon, get the hell out of there, right. call somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's just watch. Yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, that's the movie. That's it's, it. It was it was bad. I had a good time watching it, and I want to start checking out some more Charles Bronson movies from the seventies and eighties. Okay, How about it, right? I, this one surprised me. Yeah, see, not bad. Okay, see, canon films can be pretty decent sometimes. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't yeah. again. I want to reinforce that it's not that I disliked this movie or movies like Mean Streets. It's just. It's they're hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. They're hard for me to swallow now. Right. That's all. Right. Well, yeah, they're not as realistic as movies coming out today. I would say. Right. Um, they're not as representative. Let's say. And that, yeah, and representative also. 
Um, That's all. Yeah, and, and I understand that, and I can agree with what you're saying, but uh, for me, um, it's it's just a, a staple of our, our progression in film. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking us out this week, and we'll be back with some more movies next week, another movie of the week. We'll probably, hell, do about four or five more movies this weekend. What are we doing? Fucking nothing. It's snowing <laughs> like hell out here. My car is dead. I can't do shit. Pretty much going to snow until Saturday. Uh, fuck yeah. So yeah, yep. we got, I have tons of time to watch shit and report back to you guys mm-hmm. and tell you what I think about fucking Charles Bronson movies and I'm I will watch one Charles Bronson movie this weekend. Yo, well well we're not marathoning Charles uh, Bronson movies. We'll do one <laughs> one for movie of the week, one just for the hell of it. All right, fine. All right. All right no more Charles Bronson impressions. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you guys and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>